This is episode 45 and today will be just a little bit different just because I have had a little bit of a cold and my voice is just a little bit out of what it is usually. I haven't not been able to record a podcast. So what I'm doing is I'm actually giving you the live show that I did last Thursday, which I do this every Thursday. It is a live show, Master Your Voice, in which I go live on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Periscope all simultaneously. And I was talking about singing in different genres and how to find a teacher and how you can actually manage singing in different genres. So I hope you enjoy this episode today. Welcome to Freya Singing Tips, the podcast. My name is Freya Casey, professional singer and vocal coach. I have been on stage my whole life and I'm passionate about helping you discover the awesomeness in your own voice. Opera, musical theater, jazz, pop, folk, rock, I have done it all. And I want to give you golden nuggets of advice on how to be the master of your voice. in different genres. Now, I'm probably the queen of singing in different genres because that has been my strength because when I was raised, my parents were professional musicians and singing in different genres was always so easy for me just because my parents were musicians and they sing different stuff. So when when music was playing at home, my parents only listened to classical music and whenever... They performed, they did like folk music and Schlager, that's a German genre. There's, you can't really describe it. It's kind of like country, but it's German country probably. And so I was exposed to a lot of different musical styles and my mom played at the theater. So I was exposed to a lot of musical theater and opera. And it was always easy for me to sing in all the genres because I was used to hearing all of it. And then just recently, I had a coaching session with one of my masterclass students, actually. And she was asking me, hmm, why do you want me to sing this way? We were working on a song that is out of Dreamgirls. We worked on One Night Only. And the song is very much solely, is a soul kind of song. And so she sang it in a key that wasn't too high for her. However, I did want to sing it. I want her to sing it lower. And then she asked me, why is it that you want me to sing lower? And I said, it's because in that genre, we want that voice color. We just want that warm color that you don't have to sing out loud. So let me show you the difference if I go you want all my love and my devotion. Now that's nice, but if I really wanted to get very emotional and more internalized, it'd be much lower and it would be more like, you want all my love and my devotion. It's just a different voice color. And it comes across totally different because it is more internalized. And always think about it. Singing in different genres, you have different demands and different objectives. If you sing soul or popular music, you will always have a microphone, which means you don't really have to project in a way that you do have in classical music. It is totally okay to have this very low and 
warm voice color. So a lot of people always ask me when I sing. I sing at churches a lot for weddings in the summertime, and I, of course, one standard that always people want me to sing is the rose and. I could sing it without a microphone and without a PA system. However, it doesn't really sound that emotional if I go, Some say love, it is a river. That's nice, nice voice, but it's not really conveying what I really want to express. I want to express it so much more on an emotional level. So it's more, Some say love. It is a river that drowns the tender reed. So it is totally a different color of voice and it has a different intensity. So singing in different genres means you will have to have a different technique. Now, if I wanted to sing, let's say, musical theater, semi-classical, For example, if I do, um, I could have danced all night from My Fair Lady. I could have danced all night. I wouldn't go, I could have danced all night. I could have danced all night. No, it's more semi-classical. And I would probably sing it with a microphone, but the style is different. So it's more, I could have danced all night. I could have danced all night and still have asked for more. So it's a different voice color and you have a different technique. It's head voice, but it is a very kind of light hip voice, not really heavy. It's not, I could have danced all night. So I don't want to have this huge voice color there. But you see what I'm talking about? And then we, with my other, um, with with the student that I was working with, she also told me that her teacher told her, well, at the end, it repeats three times. So this is going to be boring for the audience. But that's, the song is actually written that way. It goes at the end of that one night only. It goes, one night only. Bum. Has the accompaniment, and then it goes one night only, bum, bum, bum. one night only. So her teacher told her, Well, it is kind of a long ending, so maybe you could sing up high instead of the way it's written. And I was like, <laughs> I told her, Is your teacher only classically trained? And she said, Yes. And I knew it immediately just because the approach she took to the song was it's not wrong it's it's you know singing technique wise it was all you know musically correct however for that genre it wasn't what you should do for that genre you know you don't you don't want to sing a soul song and sound like classical Vice versa, you don't want to sing a classical song like, okay, Ave Maria is the example. A lot of singers sing the Ave Maria in church and then I sometimes hear it and I think, oh my God, you know, it's like, it's nice, but it's like, it's hard because you do have to go up high and it doesn't sound great if somebody is not really trained in a classical way. Ave Maria. Grazia plena. It's, I don't know. It's nice, but it's not that style. It's so much nicer when you go. Ave Maria. 
that's just the style. That's just the genre. And every genre has its own set of rules. So you, my answer to the question, can you sing in any genre is generally, theoretically, absolutely yes. Practically, on a practical side though, you have to know the rules for every genre to make it sound right. And the objective, for example, musical theater, musical theater stands kind of in between classical singing and just really pop singing, depends on what musical theater show it is. But like if you were talking about older musical theater shows that aren't maybe like a rock opera or something, they are kind of in between, you know, you have an acting voice going on because it's all about the story. So different demands on the different genres. And I always think it's so much fun to sing different genres because now, first of all, it makes it interesting if you sing more genres in one concert or in one, you know, performance. It is so cool to shock people, start singing jazz and then singing something out of musical theater. And then I throw in an opera aria with a high D or something. And people are totally shocked because they don't expect someone who sings pop to sing opera and really really know how to do it in a very classical way and vice versa if someone sings opera nobody expects them to sing like a Whitney Houston pop ballad but not classically you know a lot of people then go give me one moment in time like if someone is classically trained a soprano usually that's what you hear knowing the rules is great and it makes for an awesome performance if you can do different genres. But the second thing that I think is so valuable to you as a singer to explore different genres, you can have just one genre that is your main thing that you want to do, that's just your thing and maybe that's your voice fits it best. Like for me, classical, that's what I learned and of course it's probably what I'm best in. However, singing in different styles really makes your voice so much more flexible and agile and you just learn so many more different voice colors and techniques. It just, I mean, it's like someone who only dances hip-hop compared to someone who dances hip-hop and ballet and jazz dance and modern dance and waltz and tango. If someone can do all these things, you know, it doesn't make the other style worse. Like it It's not like if someone knows how to dance ballet, they can't dance hip-hop anymore. And if someone dances jazz dance, they cannot dance tap or something. You know, I think it cross-pollinates. That's, for me, it only enriches you if you try to sing in different genres and different styles. And the more you do that, the more inventive you get also of like, what else could I do with that song? Because you know so many voice colors, you know so many techniques. And then, of course, you're not stuck, you know, like in opera, you could really belt out some chest voice. Like if it's a low point that you're getting to, oh, you can totally do it because you're trained and also If you have a pop piece, you know, and you have this really high note, maybe you need to do like a, ah! maybe you want to do that and you know how to do it then. So that's cool. It doesn't limit you that much. Master your voice and you want to be the master of your voice and you don't want to be so limited by just a few things that you can do. Yes, you should always respect 
your natural voice and what your tendencies are and what your natural color is and your natural range and all that stuff. But at the same time, you always want to expand. You want to expand and, you know, get better and have more colors and more different techniques that you, you know, as a resource that you could just like, okay, now I could pull that drawer and I could pull that. And it's so much fun if you can just pull that all <laughs> and just on a very spontaneous way just do anything sometimes I do something spontaneous and people want like a party song and then I just go on YouTube or something and look for it on my on my smartphone and I do I don't know it's raining men because I don't have it with me but then I just okay let, let's do that why not and you could ask me anything and I sing ACDC and stuff I don't sing it like the original singer but I kind of know the rules for that style so I can kind of do it in a pretty convincing way to where the song is fun okay It was kind of like a little rant here, but I think that is very important because I think a lot of people are very confused about, you know, what their teachers tell them to do, and then it doesn't work. And sometimes it doesn't work because it's, you're not being taught in the genre that you actually want to sing in. And it's very prevalent that classically trained singers don't really know how to teach, well, they don't know how to do non-classical, and so they also don't know how to teach non-classical so especially for women that's a problem because a soprano sings totally different than you know if you sing in pop or something like that thank you so much for listening today i hope you enjoyed the episode and if you have not joined my facebook group you can join on facebook it's called master your voice with freya and we have awesome conversations going on there every thursday we i let everybody post videos and audio recordings of their voice and what they have been up to lately with singing and i hope to see you there soon if you're not already there have a wonderful day and until next time don't forget always keep a song in your heart and always keep on singing bye for now bye